30-minute reviews, beware of spoilers, and exploring hyperspace lanes are all available ad-free. But if you want to support the show, you can go to bewareofspoilers.com and click the support button that's available on the Spotify website. Thank you. Good morning, and welcome to Beware of Spoilers. I am Adam, and I think that we have to reconsider how we watch What If. And I think that that's something that we did with She-Hulk, too. And to an extent, there's a good amount of Marvel TV that I think we need to reconsider. Um, and I think part of it is... They made this bold proclamation toward the beginning of the Disney Plus era, you know, beginning with Phase 4, where it's like, everything's equally canon. This was designed to, you know, to showcase, like, oh, we're not doing what we used to do with, like, you know, Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. or anything like that. If we are, everything that comes out is equally canon, although it appears some things are more canon than others, um, to, to butcher a, an Orwell quote. But here's the thing about what if. Um, what if works best if you think of this as I'm watching a Saturday morning cartoon. This is a a a cartoon that would have run on Fox. It would have run on on uh, on, on on WB. You know, alongside Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh back in the day, like. If you think of it like that, and, and you and you think of it like that, the show gets a lot better because it, it, it recontextualizes your expectations. Like, aside from from Captain Carter showing up in Multiverse of Madness, I'm not really expecting too much more from this show in terms of it having impact elsewhere. And I think that like. Captain Carter showing up Multiverse of Madness. I don't think that is, like, the... Oh, we are watching the end of that character, because she ends up, spoilers, getting bisected by, uh, by, by Wanda. But I think that there is... There is some things. There, there are some interesting implications to take out of this, because if I remember correctly, um... The destruction of, um... Whatever the fuck that thing was, where the Scarlet Witch, you know inscription was where 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 Wanda brought it brought it crashing down Wondagore or something like that brought it crashing down on her killing herself the implication there was that it killed Wanda but also the Scarlet Witch across the entire multiverse and that does not appear to be the case because we have 1602 Wanda so that is the thing and 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 and, and, and what I'm saying about we have to recontextualize it, is if this is meant to be a more serious show, a more serious, okay, we're going to take this what-if idea very seriously and handle it, you know, exactly the way you would think it should be handled, I, I think the the chain of logic would be a little bit cleaner. And I think that, that is kind of the, the biggest issue I have, I had for a while with this. Where it's like, okay, so this one event doesn't feel like it is causing these cascading things. There are a few times where it does, but I don't know that 
these cascading changes are all it, it's it's the the um the flashpoint issue where it's like you know that they explained it in in the flash movie as the fulcrum point where it's like okay so we are you know we're changing things here so rather than you know the entire timeline on either side changes as a result it's like well okay sure why not um and to that end, I, I, I watched this and I'm like, do I buy that? Number one, I don't exactly buy in the same way that like in, in um, what was that other one? In Infinity War, that like the relationship between Gamora and Peter Quill is worth, is, is something where the two of them feel so strongly for each other that it's worth damning the entire universe or half the life of the universe over. Like, I don't buy that. Um, in the same way, I, like, you know, I don't buy that Stephen Strange was so in love with Christine Palmer that her dying would push him in this way. Um, I, like, I think the, the, the perfect example of this is the, you know, the, the episode with the, uh, the Winter Soldier, where it's the Winter Soldier, but Captain Carter and the Hydra Stomper. Like, I don't buy that, okay, so, also in this alternate timeline that's unrelated, okay, so Wasp is in a, in a Phantom Member of the Avengers, which is cool. I, I, I dug that in the beginning, I thought that was a cool little Easter egg, um, at the Battle of New York. But then, like, when you get to the end, and it's like, okay, so... Also, this caused her uh, Black Widow to kill the guy from 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 Black Widow in a different way. But like, how did that happen? Because there's a key, like there's a key part of that story that they're kind of gonna skip it over because it's not exactly needed uh, to tell this story. Um, but whatever, as long as you don't think about it too hard, the show is enjoyable. That's kind of where the issue with this is: is that. If you think about this for any longer than you have to, it becomes an issue. And that's why I say Saturday morning cartoon. When you watch a Saturday morning cartoon, or you watch a kid's show, you don't sit here and, and question, like, the internal logic of it. The internal logic doesn't always have to make sense. You just kind of take it at face value and go with it. And I think that if you do it that way, you do kind of get more enjoyment out of this show. It's got some enjoyable moments. And if you acknowledge that this show is definitely targeting a younger target, target audience than the mainline MCU stuff. Like, even down to language used, like, it's, it's different. Now, I think that part of where the issue comes in is that they did this after marketing the show as, okay, so we are going to be taking every movie and slightly changing it. But, you know, they don't do that well enough. Like, they don't give that enough strength. Um... There are some good episodes this season, don't get me wrong. I really enjoyed the Wen Wu Hella episode. That one, I think, was probably the strongest. Um, Kaori was also really cool. I like her appearance. I don't think we see her outside of this, to be completely honest. Unless it's in Secret Wars. Um, I'm not against seeing her again. Um, I just... But you know what? Maybe we do, because we did see Captain Carter in live action. And I think that there are some interesting what-if stories they could do. But they just don't do them, because they, they, they do the things that are more, you know, mass-appealing, I guess.
chance. Because it's like, if, if you were to do what if, like, I think that, like, you could have done an interesting what if. Like, I, I, I think the thing is, too, I think this is the thing that bothered me the most was for years. I think I said it on an old episode of, like, way back before Infinity War of, uh, of 30-minute reviews. I said, you know what they should do after, you know, after Infinity War and Endgame? Just as, like, a palate cleanser that's going to be so big. Um, do, like, a Phase Zero, where it's, like, a, a team-up of the these characters that we've known existed in the 90s. And then it's, like, and then there's that movie. Uh, there's that episode where it's, like, okay, so it's Ant-Man, it's Goliath, it's, um... What it's uh who is the other um uh Winter Soldier um I feel like there were more than that there definitely was Thor was there T'Chaka I was like oh that'd be so cool if they did that in live action but unfortunately we don't get that we get it in an episode of What If um and look it doesn't have to be Peter Quill they're fighting um and and again if you set that in 1988 you could have you know there, there's another thing to kind of get. Fury on this path where he is like, like if you put Fury in the role Coulson was in in Captain Marvel and did that movie, that would be a great movie, or or uh, or a Disney Plus like six episode miniseries, um, that'd be a great thing. Um, but I think what we're gonna see with the Disney Plus stuff is the beginning of this. Like I said, everything is canon, but some things are less canon. There are more canon than others, and you know, yes, in, in the same way that like. Daredevil was technically MCU canon for a bit. It is one-way canon. The the movies do not acknowledge that Daredevil exists, or, or the Defenders verse exists. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not acknowledged. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. acknowledges the Avengers, but they do not acknowledge anything that happens in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the movies. And I think that that's kind of what we're going back to, where this is supplemental material. If you want to watch the supplemental material... You can, if you want to go in and watch, you know, a, a, a you know the Echo Show with Daredevil and, and Kingpin. You can, if you want to watch, you know, Werewolf by Night. We'll, we will make you a Werewolf by Night. If you want to, like that kind of thing is kind of where I think we're going to start seeing these things show up. Do they ever show up in like a broader movie? Who knows? Like allegedly, Spider-Man Four might be a a a, a civil war, like a street-level civil war. I don't know how that works, considering Spider-Man is an unknown quantity at this point um, in the MCU post uh, No Way Home. Um, unless he is just Spider-Man acting as Spider-Man, and, he's, and people still, I don't know, people do still remember Spider-Man. They just don't remember Peter Parker as a human, um, which is a weird thing to happen. But regardless, I think there's a lot of interesting things that they can play with. Um, I just don't think that they, you know, they've played with it quite the right way here. Um, but I do think the season is definitely better than season one. Um, I think the finale is weaker. I think the finale is trying to one-up what they did in season one, where season one is, here's Ultron with the Infinity Stones, trying to tear apart reality. Okay, well, we don't need to see that. Here is, you know, here is, you know... Doctor Strange trying to use every relic we know, the Infinity Stones, the, 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 you know, Thor's hammer, that fucking sword, the, the, the crown of Hela, like, trying to use everything to, to fix his universe, um, I think it, it is kind of cool, um, but yeah, I would be interested to see what this, you know, what they do here, and, and I think, too, it's important to note that, 
it's not just that one... Like, the big takeaway from this, if there's going to be a big takeaway from this, in the, what's it called, in, 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 in the broader multiverse saga, it is, this is confirmation that Wanda is still alive and still out there. There is still a version of the Scarlet Witch out there. And the Scarlet Witch is getting more powerful. Because I think, if I remember correctly from the movie, the Scarlet Witch is a multiversal entity that lives within Wanda Maximoff. And that, kind of like how in, what's it called, in in No Way Home, um, Venom also moved universes. Um, he moved to the MCU then back because of the, the multiversal hive mind of the symbiote. Where, because Venom of other universes knew Peter Parker was Spider-Man, he was able to switch universes. Like... Granted, also, I think, to an extent, uh, Across the Spider-Verse kind of retcons that a little bit, and kind of does a... Okay, asshole. Like, this is a truck that's give you the right away. Um, like, the... I, I think that that is kind of where they're going with this, where it's like, okay, so Wanda, you know, number one, again, when we watched... Multiverse of Madness, I think I said this, like, if there's no body, they're not dead. Like, without a body, no one is dead. Uh, but the idea that Wanda is still out there in some form, and the Scarlet Witch as an entity is still out there in some form and getting more powerful, because now the Scarlet Witch can do what, um, what, what she needed America Chavez for. It's like, if that's the case, then this could be something big going forward. It could be the return of Wanda. Because, um, again, don't think she's dead. Um, like, I'm not saying that like another universe version of Wanda will show up. I think that the 616, quote-unquote, or the, you know, the MCU Wanda, um, or 199999, whatever the fuck you want to call it, Wanda is not dead and will return in some form. So, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I'm morbidly curious to see how it plays out. Um, but we will see. I, I, I think that that's the only thing that really we can take away from this and the broader implications. Um, and look, they do reference Loki, because the end of it is, like, look, this is the, you know, this is the world tree. And we saw Loki create that at the end of, at the end of Loki Season 2. Um, but yeah, I think that the, what's it called? The, I think that this show is, it, it's it's just good fun. And I think one of the things that hurts it is the amount of time between releases. Because it was like a year and a half, almost two years between releases. Because it wasn't, no, it was almost, almost, yeah, almost two years. Or over two years, two and a half years. Because it was like summer 2021 that we got season one. And it's now December 2023. Like, why the fuck is there such a, a, a distance between seasons on an animated show? Like, next year we're getting Bad Batch Season 3. Bad Batch Season 2, like, Bad Batch Season 3 was not, I mean, and look, granted, they, they set it up with a cliffhanger at the end of Season uh, 2, where it's like, we're going to come back for Season 3, we're going to continue the story, and I think it's going to play into, like I said, you know, it's going to play into, um, 
building up towards um, Heir to the Empire with, you know, we're on Wayland and all that. But regardless, I think that, you know, we got three seasons of the Bad Batch in three years. Or three seasons of the Bad Batch in four years. Which, for seasons as long as those are, that's a pretty good turnaround. Marvel does not have that. The issue is Marvel has so many fucking animated shows that they don't know what to do with it. That's the problem, and they need to address that bigger issue. But until that point, they're not going to have anything, you know, major happen. Um, but we'll wrap up there for today. That's a good place to wrap up with What If Season 2. I would say check it out. I mean, look, there's some cringy dialogue. There's some weird choices. The entire Christmas episode is kind of a little bit off and not great. What I will say is this show... You know, when it works, it works very well. It has very high highs, very low lows. Um, and you have to take into consideration, it's a show that is meant, I would say primarily, I would say this is probably a children's show. Like, this is, you know, animation is not a children's medium, but this is definitely a show for children. Um, and with that in mind, you know, watch this show through that lens. And, and you will see what's it called. And you'll see how, how good it could be. Because for a children's show, it's not bad. But we'll wrap up there for today. And until our next episode, have a great rest of your week. And have a happy new year.